the queen has arrived. Hi, Laura. I'm playing your newest song as we wait for folks to come in and enter the room. Don't do it, don't do it, she's the way that I do it, don't do it, don't do it, we get a convo and a live concert. I love it. Yes. The tickets are um, <laughs> in my inbox. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this girl really gives me chills. Kiss. Now y'all can tell me if I really sound like the recording. You do. You do. <laughs> I think you sound better sometimes than the recordings. For real. That's when you know it's the real deal. We gotta <laughs> A-B that. Exactly. Welcome everyone. If you're just joining the room, we're gonna get started in just a minute. Once everyone is here, which I think everyone just got here. LeBron James. What up though? Hi. <laughs> I'm so, it's a pretty <laughs> excellent photo icon. It's pretty excellent. Yeah, my bad. I'm a little late. I'm actually still in this Uber from leaving this session. With you are right on time. You are right on time. I think we had Jillian. She's coming right back. I don't know if Jillian's joining this one, but she's. Uh, we can pull her up if we want to. Okay. <laughs> pull her up. Pull her up. <laughs> if she comes back in, yeah. we'll, we'll grab her. All righty. Well, welcome everyone to the second episode of First on SoundCloud's Clubhouse Sessions. We'll be chatting with each First on SoundCloud artist and their team to learn how they've made it to this moment and what they're working on next. This is truly your front row center chance to go behind the scenes into the artist's journey. So whether you're a fan, a friend, or someone who just stumbled into our room, we are so excited that you are here um, I'm going to introduce the, the queen of the hour in just a sec, but let me say that we're going to chat up here with the incredible Lourdes and her team for about 45 minutes. And then the last 15 minutes of this hour, we're going to open it up for questions from the audience. So save your questions till the end. And then later on, when I let you know, you can hit the, the raised hand button. We'll bring you up one at a time. So ask your question, and then as soon as it an it's answered, I'm going to put you back down to the audience just to uh, make sure that we are flowing and growing together. So our talk today features the incredible, multi-talented, multi-hyphenate, multi-faceted Lourdes. <laughs> thank That's you, thank true. you, thank you. No problem. That The air horn will repeat often um, in times of celebration throughout this hour. So uh, I would get used to it now. Um, <laughs> I have to say, first off, that your music production is clean and it's mean. Period. Has to be. <laughs> Has to. You know. And pristine. <laughs> like, it's, well, thank you. it is clean, mean, and pristine. And, you know, there is not one song of yours that I don't love. Dang. And I consider myself an annoying music snob. 
So, uh, you know, I love all your songs out. You are just a badass babe. And we all know that you're just getting started. So I'm excited for the fans of yours that are in here. I'm excited for people who are going to discover more about you and your team. And thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me and my wonderful team. And thank you to my team and everyone here. It's just another opportunity for me to try to be great. You feel me? Just trying to be great out here. Yes, every day. And I want to introduce your team real quick. Um, who's up on this stage? We have Ryan, who is a songwriting collaborator uh, with Lourdes and many other incredible artists. We've got Super Kane. Uh, his name is Big right now, who got rid of the LeBron icon for some reason, even though it was great. But... But I get it. You want people I to took see an L last night. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. Uh, Super Kane is another incredible songwriter. We have Rhea from Prescription Songs, which we'll get into in a little bit. And we have Marley, who is close with Lourdes, and will tell us all of the great things and stories that we really want to hear. I'm hoping. And uh, it's the Dream Team. Hi, Dream Team. Hello. Yes. Thank you for having how everybody us. feeling? Hey, how's everyone doing? I think we're doing good now, now that we're together. Um, so first and foremost, most important question, let's get it out of the way. Uh, what zodiac sign are you, Lourdes? I'm a motherfucking Aries. Aries. Let's get Some the people I personally, I personally love being an Aries. Like, I'm not gonna lie, I love being. It's an Aries. definitely what Aries gang. What's that, yes, what's that he's mean? a fucking like, Aries what, too, so he what, gets me. What is like? What is what? Like, what are Aries? Like, what? What are their characteristics? <laughs> Straight um, to the fucking point. There we stubborn. go. Stubborn. <laughs> <laughs> I can admit it. We're a little stubborn sometimes. <laughs> but usually very caring, and very generous. I feel like that's all true, all of the above. Yes, we like an Aries. And so you just had your birthday. You just turned 20, correct? Yes, ma'am. I'm 20 years old. 20 years old. They should have skipped 20. I should have just went from 19 to 21 because what is 20? What is 20? But another year you can't legally walk into the the club, right? Like who needs it? It's bullshit. I'm I'm very mature. I'm very mature. Like I should be able to be in every. This is what I thought from age 15 uh, to 21 as well, um, which is where a fake ID comes in handy. But anywho, um, so you're originally from San Antonio, Texas. Whoop, whoop. Shout to San Antonio. And you mix Latin, trap, R&B, hip hop, and other elements so beautifully. Can you tell us where your music influence comes from i feel like it's definitely from all those genres to me because of all the artists i've listened to being shakira freaking i love t-pain that was like 2000 shit for me and obviously i was born in 2001 um freaking christina aguilera it's crazy i feel like i learned how to sing from those artists as well like Mm. alicia keys um fucking all the rap stuff. I feel like the 2000 era was definitely my listening period. So I was very young and like at those ages where you soak everything up. And I feel like 
that music definitely carried me to where I am. And then, you know, the Hispanic culture and the Hispanic music at the fucking quinceañeras. And, you know, like you hear music from everywhere. <clears throat> I just think it's the time period that I was born in is, you know, has a lot to do with why my music is just so diverse. Um, Little Wayne was my fucking everything. I love Little Wayne so much. He just mm -hmm. made me want to like really experiment and, you know, that rap stuff. Have you heard of Christina Aguilera's Spanish album? Um, I heard like maybe a song or two on there, but I don't know. It was like, you know, it was interesting, interesting for me. But <laughs> I love her voice, you know, like her fucking yeah. voice is why she is who the fuck she is. So. Yeah, and it was super poppy, but I think um, it was significant for her to kind of come out. It was and, interesting. Yes, very interesting. And, you know, you mentioned your your background. You're Mexican-American, and you grew up at the quinceañeras. Like, how can... <laughs> how has your heritage influenced your art? I mean down from the fucking food to the to to the way we get together at parties from you know the way we respect each other and talk to each other and the beliefs that we have um it teaches you how to talk it teaches you how to be you know with with your with your own people and um i don't know it's hard to explain because i go off music by feeling like everything that i do i do it out of my true like what can i how can i say it like just true feeling, you know, very like organic. I try to be, um, I don't really, I listen to music for inspiration before I make a song and it's everything that I just go back to. I'm like, damn, like if I could, I wish I made this song, you know? And then I try to remake something just as good as it, whether it's Latin, fucking R&B, you know, I feel like I don't, I don't like to box myself. That's why everything I do is kind of different over and over and over again. I don't know if that answers your question very well. No, it, it does. And you can hear it in your music. Like you, I wouldn't really be able to put your music into one box, which is why I think that there isn't one song that I don't like. Um, not to mention your vocal skills and range is, yes. is crazy. Like you're... That's the goal. That's the goal mm -hmm. is to every time I make a song, and it's kind of like Rhea told me one time, which I think is pretty cool and it stuck with me. It's like every song is like a fucking picture. It was just in that moment and you made that. That's the way you were feeling. Those melodies are the way they come out. And that's what I feel like my strongest point is, is melodies. And, <clears throat> you know, maybe saying some shit here and there, but that's what sparks Kane to, like, you know, come in. And he's very fucking, you know, lyrical. And then Ryan, like, you know, he's a fucking pop melody queen, king, whatever, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and let's, so, let's... Yeah. No, go ahead. No, that's just how it all comes together. Like, you know, it takes a fucking village. Like, that's literally the title because I couldn't do or think. You know, the fucking music can't come together without, like, a couple brains, you know, coming from, I mean, you know, they have culture in them, too. So all of our cultures come together, and it's just it's crazy. We make music that you never heard before, and that's the point. Okay, we need an air horn for that right there. <laughs> gem dropped, gem dropped. And let's talk about that. So, Kane, um, tell us how y'all connected. And I'd love to know how you balance your input as a producer with letting Lourdes do her thing. Well, I feel like that's the most important thing is, like, it all got to be true to Lord is at first, you know what I'm saying? 
because it's not my voice on the record. It's not my name on the artwork. It's, it's her. So I like to be as personable as possible. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes that might start out with just like, we might just be in the studio kicking it, talking shit for four hours, like not get nothing done. But, you know what I'm saying, getting to know each other and build our rapport so the music will come better. I love it. And can we give a quick shout out to Miss Fadia, who's on the stage? Hey, good people. I just want to say hi. Hi, Lourdes. Hi, everyone. Welcome. Hello. How are you? Hello. Yeah, I'm Fadia. I work here at Clubhouse leading all things media partnerships for music and entertainment and all the fun stuff. So I just wanted to welcome you officially. I saw that you just joined not too long ago. So just wanted to say hi and say hi to Jasmine and my SoundCloud family. So that's it. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah. If you talk about like, uh, talk about women in music, you know, and and we'll kind of get into this too with you, Rhea, like um, women in music who've, opened so many doors for other women to be able to shine, get exposure, get support. Like Fadi has done that over and over and over, no matter what company she's been at. Um, and uh, I think we'll probably hear some stories about that with Lourdes's team today too. You make me blush. I'm going to put myself back <laughs> in the audience. <laughs> okay. Yes. We Yay! love strong women. Thank you, guys. Yeah, baby, baby. Um, so, Kane, how did you and Lourdes meet initially? Uh, Lourdes, how did we meet? I we really met through don't... our producer, um, a good friend of ours, Mike Crook. Um, he told me it was funny. Mike Crook was like, Kane doesn't like to write with nobody. So I was fucking nervous as shit. I was like, damn, all right. I got to, like, really show up. <laughs> we make this guy like me. Like, all right. Like, you know, and then ever since then, I guess he's just fucked with me. So I'm just grateful that he, you know, we're, we're still working together. Um, this was fucking maybe like about a year ago, I think. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, we signed to the same publishing company. So just through the family over at RX, Rhea. It was bound to happen eventually. He, he was going to have to fuck with me eventually, you know, whether he wanted to. Superstar. <laughs> you're a superstar. <laughs> I was but I think, say, I probably... think what's so awesome to see just, you know, obviously, you know, Ryan, Kane and Lourdes are all signed to prescription songs, but truly now they're like, you guys are all friends, you know, like we'll set up sessions here and there, but even, you know, like even today, you guys literally worked today on your own, just texting each other and like, come through, let's work. And we didn't set that up. You know, it's, it's just fun when your collaborators are not only do you do great music together, but you're actually like friends you know i think that makes it that much more special oh 100 percent. that's kind of where the magic happens especially if you can continue making music together and building a bond yes it's yeah. like it's a blessing too i was gonna say what's crazy is a lot of people don't realize this but ryan is actually like one of the very first sessions that lourdes ever did when she moved to la Facts. which is wild Ryan, let's hear the story. What's up? Um, uh, yeah, I remember it, you know, still. Uh, I think Lourdes was 16, maybe. I remember Rhea, and I've been signed a prescription for a while now. I've been there eight years. I've known Rhea a long time. And uh, she was like, oh, we're, you know, 
checking out this girl. And I'm like, y'all, let me know. I'm here. Like, let's do it. I don't, I don't even think it. Lourdes was signed yet, actually. Right. Uh, yeah. I, I think you were looking at her. I think yeah, you guys yeah. were talking, but I think you're right. I don't think she was, she was signed yet. Um, and I remember it was my, it was my old house. I'd moved a couple of times since then. And I still, the song we did that day, I still think is a hit for the right artist. And I remember, um, when she, when she came Wait, through, what song her, it? it was dangerous. It was oh dangerous. Oh my God. I love that song. That's, that's that. It. Her, it is. Yeah. Her fam. I I'm think not like young, her, but I'm wasted. That's a good, yeah, it's, it's, a it's real. And I think your dad dropped you off cause you were, you weren't living in California yet. So you were staying here and your family, whether it was your dad or your, your mom and dad at the time dropped you off. And it was just like this kid and I'm a little bit older. So it's always kind of like funny when there's an age difference like that. And it was, uh, it was really, it was really a one day thing for me that as soon as I had worked with her, I knew that she was just literally a weapon. She was like that voice. It, it was, uh, you know, it seriously, it, it changed, you know, this is four at least four years ago, maybe more. And Lourdes is more than like a collaborator at this point. She's like family to me. Um, she's almost like a little sister. Like, you know, it's uh, I'm like protective ever since then. At this point, it's years later and we've written songs for other artists and I'm happy to really be a part of her project. I mean, we went to Korea together on a writing trip with her, her you know, her dad and some of the other prescription people. And it's really just turned into like more than a friendship and just a, you know, collaborative partnership. It's just, I, I just feel lucky to be on team Lourdes and, and to be a part of, you know, prescription and, and people linking, you know, talent. And uh, it, it's just a good thing, you know, and it's just, and, and now we've kind of gotten even, there's a lot of trust between us. And, and I think that that's really what's excelled our, um, our relationship is that, is that trust and, and letting us, you know, do what we do. And she's just, you know, she's at the top of her game and, and she's only going up. So it's exciting. It's exciting. Lourdes, do you have a tissue box near you? I forced him to say all <laughs> shit. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, like, it's fucking crazy. That was good, right? I feel the same way. I feel the same fucking way. And that's... Yo, there's fucking... no lie. There's, I'm not bull... Like, I'm not bullshitting <laughs> at all. Like, you know what I'm saying? Nah. Like, it's, it's just facts, straight up. Like, you know, like, you're you're a talent. You know what I'm saying? And and that voice has, has just... It, it did something to me from day one and I just feel lucky to be able to work on music and, and get your voice on things and, and help your artist career and you know whatever we're doing it's just you know it's it's at a high level and like I said that tone and just you know it's 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 as good as it gets to me to be honest I'll like, never what'd you say no it's as good as it My gets bad. like we pitch songs for other artists and it's like you know, her voice is better than the artists we're pitching the songs to. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's, it's that level. It's that level. It is. Low key. It's a problem. And we call it demoitis. We're like, what are we going to do? Who is going to sing this song the way that Lord is Nobody, sings it? because it's always supposed to be me. They better leave me. They got to leave me on it all the fucking time. That's, the fucking that's literally, that's literally how backseat happened with Sweetie. Yep. Yeah. You guys should tell everyone the story of how that song came together. All because of fucking came, bro. You go. Yeah, no. we were. Um, you tell him. Cut it out. Well, I think it started crazy, like on Zoom, um, because I had gone. I'm from New Jersey, um, 
and I had gone home during like the COVID stuff to be with some family. I have a wife and a son and, and it was just really tough in, in LA at the time. And so we went back uh, to the East coast we were doing zoom sessions and I honestly hadn't met Kane at this point. Me and Kane uh, first worked with wow. Lourdes, I think, and, and Mike Crook and Beham on, on that session. And I remember we had a couple ideas going and um, backseat, which was called like nasty at the time was like, I think we wrote like four or five hook ideas that day, you know, and, yeah. that, and that was, that was one of them. And you guys were all at Mike's house, I believe in, in LA and I was in New Jersey in my parents' basement and it was late because the time difference and, and you know, it was crazy. And we were just like, let's do another Ryan one. Ryan had let's the baby right one. there. Yeah, I had, <laughs> had the little one. I have a son. I have a son who, just so you guys know, Lourdes's family sent me like a little present when I had my son. And it's like a little bath thing. And we still use it to this day, every day. Like that's how close we are like her family is giving me gifts for my baby when he was born so anyway um yeah so we were just on zoom and we were working on hooks and stuff and that you know you guys were all in la and i was in jersey and we were collaborating and, and as soon as i had met kane and you know lordis and mike and bham like those are my people and and since kane was kind of this new guy in the mix i i kind of was just like well kane's my people now these are you know what i'm saying he's there with with uh, you know with my family and my crew like he it was just adopted kind of it there wasn't even really a thought it just seemed like me and kane haven't even known each other that long i think maybe six seven not months, even already, not even a year yet it already just feels like we're family you know what i'm saying and, and just through this through i think through honestly a lot of the stuff that we do with lordis and, and all of this it's just like been a really easy relationship and and we just all work really well together and again there's just a lot of trust on on letting people do what they're good at in the room, you know. Well, and y'all are uh, y'all are, let's let's just let everybody know what y'all are talking about. So, Sweetie has um, a pretty summer playlist up, and uh, your collaboration, aka Sweetie and Lourdes, did a song together called Backseat, and Kane and Ryan co-wrote this with Lourdes. Yep. Right. Yep. So, like Ryan was. <laughs> The horns, like Ryan was saying, we wrote this just like, just like some friends linking up, and we had been like, we we all thought the song was crazy, like just from a hook. We didn't do no verses. We just wrote the hook, and we like, yo, we should get this to this person, this person, like Michael Jackson, like bro, whoever could sing this song, like the song is amazing. So, just chilling in the studio with Sweetie one day, we like working on her album and stuff and we just got some downtime and i'm like you know what let me let me play this song i think this shit would be perfect for her and i'm like yo you need like something sexy it's about to be summertime we about to be back outside again like you need something for the girls to feel good and as soon as i played it she loved it and at first i was like yo we should get kaylani on this and then we kept listening to it and she was like Nah, nah. Whoever this is singing this, I love her voice, and let's keep it on, keep her on it. So that's when I was like, "Yo, this is like my friend for real." Like, duh, that's a no brainer. Like, <laughs> say less. So it literally happened like that, and I like hit Lourdes and everybody. Like, yo, sweetie, just literally cut these verses, and like she about to put wow. it out next week. <laughs> wow. 
Yes. Yeah, the, the turnaround. It was the fastest turnaround ever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you're sitting on songs in this business for, for literally years, you know, or longer. And the way that this kind of unfolded, I think at one point, like Tyga liked the song and we weren't really sure like what was going to happen. And then all of a sudden Kane was just in the studio with Sweetie doing his thing. And it turned into like, she wants this now. Like, it just wasn't even like, yeah, she cut it. It was like, she cut it and it's, she wants to put it out in like a two weeks or whatever, which is like pretty crazy for this business. Stuff usually takes uh, a lot longer than that, but it was dope that she just reacted to it. And honestly, like the lyric is, is cool and the, and the vibe is cool. But I just think one of the biggest things about it is it's one of those things where like Lourdes's voice Her makes voice you want to listen to stuff. It just, it, she has that power to where it's like, I want to know, I want to listen to this. Like, and I think that's, uh, I th you know, that's superstar shit to me. You know what I'm saying? Like that's, yeah. that's up there with like, yo, I want, what is this voice? And sweetie kind of had the same reaction that we have every day when we're working with Lourdes. That's like, she has a way to just be like, to make, you know, it's, it's like, she just sounds, you know, interesting is like not the right word, but you're just, you're constantly like, oh, I'm engaged by this vocal. And that is a rare thing. You know, I can't, I can't stress that enough that it's, and Sweetie had that same reaction to be like, I want this vocal on there because it's like, you know, no one's going to beat it. Yeah. No and period. You know, and, and the <laughs> hook is, the hook is like the golden ticket, right? If, if the hook is the best part of the song, if it's as catchy as can be like, and Sweetie, who now has so many hits, un kind of understands that formula. So that's such a testament to you, Lourdes, in terms of her hearing it and being like, nope, it's going to go the farthest with this girl on it. So kudos to you for that. Um, I want to jump to Sweetie, to... too. It's crazy. She's so humble. Like, it's crazy. She had, you know, not a lot of artists are like her either. And I think the whole project was so awesome of her to put together because she, you know, Sweetie and her team specifically wanted to highlight Lourdes and a handful of up, up and coming artists. And, you know, it's not every day that you see a big artist doing that. You know what I mean? Especially for other younger female artists. And so, you know, shout out sweetie. Cause I feel like that's, that's rare. And I, I wish more artists would do that, you know? A hundred percent. I want to jump to Marley in just a sec, but let me reset the room for all the new folks that have popped in. Welcome to first on SoundCloud's clubhouse sessions. We're talking with the incredible Lourdes and her team. It's, it's amazing so far. We're getting into all of the behind the scenes. If you have questions for Lourdes, please save them for the last 15 minutes of this hour and we will get to you. So just try to remember what you'd like to ask her. Um, Marley, we need to hear your backstory, how you're connected to Lourdes and uh, tell us something that no one knows. Uh, Lourdes is gonna kill me if I actually tell you guys something that nobody knows. <laughs> but... <laughs> yeah, I mean, I work prescription with Rhea and the crew. Um, fun fact, Lourdes is the very first artist I ever signed at prescription. Um, I had been at the company for a few months and Rhea and I got sent the music and we both like I, I literally remember it like it was yesterday. I ran into Rhea's office and I was like, holy fuck, who is this Lourdes girl? We need to meet her. Um, and it's a crazy story how we all met and we should tell that one too. But yeah, I mean, we met her right when she turned 17. Like she's, you know, I'm going to echo Ryan here and say, 
she just feels like my little sister. Like I, I remember all of us hanging out together, Ryan and Beham and Rhea and her parents at her 18th birthday. Like it's just been such a journey and it's such a village and it really is a super special thing to be able to see her just grow and blossom into this amazing artist and get to see people discover her and her talent. You know, one thing that I love that I keep hearing is y'all bringing up Lourdes's family. And, and, and I think I have this right, but you and your family moved from Texas to LA, Lourdes, to pursue your music career, which would be a dream for most teenagers. You know, how does your family support you in your dreams? Because it's clear that everyone loves them. They support me 100% with whatever literally I want to do. And it's crazy. We drove back and forth from fucking California to Texas like a million times because this is like, you know, the longest place I've ever lived really like, you know, three years in LA. We've dedicated our time here. Um, you know, my dad's got a job here. You know, we just settled in and like made it home. And I, you know, the best part about it is though is that they love it. And my little brother loves it. Um, and we've They're just- They're your like, biggest you know, fans. They are like for real, for real, like at the end of the day, that's what it's all about. You know, we all go back to our families and they all believed in us. And, you know, to get to where we are, shit, you know, we need people. We need family. Yeah. Blood or not, but, you know, my family is definitely, and it's it's my immediate family too. It's like my mom, my dad, and my brother is literally like all the family that I really have. And like, you know, my mom's sister and her like five kids. She's got like 10 kids, but, you know, that's my immediate family and no matter how smart we are, you know, they they do big things for me, and I appreciate them. They were all deep. Like, Lourdes' family is on set at every single thing we do. Like, Erica, Johnny, like, shout out the parents. Like, they are loving around this. Because, I mean, who else am I going to have around? Like, I can't, and, like, you know, you know, like, us and this team is, like, we, we you know, we're building trust because it's so important. It's, like, who more can I trust than my fucking mom? And my dad, my dad's not going to lie to me. My dad's going to tell me when I look a certain way or when I'm acting some type of way. My mom's going to be there and fix my hair like, you know, nobody else can fucking literally fix my hair. You know, just to tell me the truth and the whole fucking, you know, my whole life, the one thing that I will, I'm so grateful for is they don't lie to me, though, either. You know, it's like when I would be doubting myself and shit, I'd be like, you know, is this something that and my mom would be like, look, my my dad, too. They'd be like, if you couldn't fucking sing, like we would tell you, like, just believe in yourself and keep, <laughs> you know, like keep doing what you're doing. Like you're going places when I couldn't see it. So I literally wouldn't have, wouldn't be here without them. I need a tissue box. This, this is. <laughs> I also. Yo. I also just have to say your family has the most impressive collection of like baby photos and videos of like Lourdes singing. It's as, like, like they knew. It's like they, they knew. knew. They totally knew. Yeah. I think they called it before anyone, you know, like I think once mm-hmm. like you were like five years old and singing Selena, you know, Ag- or Christina Aguilera. The first thing and- I ever sang, the first word I ever did, I sang that one song. La, 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 can't get you out. Like, that's the first thing that ever came out of my mouth. And then they were like, okay, maybe, maybe. I was kidding. I don't well, know. I, I think they heard you at five years old and were like, all right, we need the life plan. We need the mics. We need the recording studios. I, I think it's crazy 
to, to have like they uprooted their family to move to Los Angeles for their daughter's passion. Like, I don't know if you can top that for real. Bro, like that's that a crazy of, amount of belief. Like, and just, I, I have a son now and just like thinking about that, it's, it's crazy to me. It's really just like, you know, that, that belief and that just seeing, you know, let, you know, allowing, you know, her daughter, your daughter to just a oh, cool, we're going to move away from our family for, for you to follow your dreams. Like, yo, that makes, gets me teary eyed thinking about family on that level, because that's what they did. And that's not an easy thing. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's just not, a lot, cool lot of respect, a lot of respect. Yes. And it's cool because everybody who's here, like my fucking friends that ride with me, like Rhea, fucking Kane, my parents, you even for having me on the show. But it's like, how how bad would I look if I didn't even believe in myself? You know, for all these people to fucking be backing you up, like the pressure's there. But it's I, like I work my best under pressure, too. So I feel like everybody's here for a fucking reason. And just thank you for letting me be a part of it. <laughs> you're so cute you're so cute and i think you know i think you did a great job repping your family and your roots in your video for somersault which i really want to talk about because the fits are crazy the styling is nuts i mean the the shots are beautiful like can and i i read that the house that's featured in here is your family's house so can you tell us what your vision was for somersault Yes, I. This is the first place I lived here in LA. It's the longest place I lived here, um, and I just wanted something that reminded me of being home back in Texas without being able to be there. I wanted something that was like, okay, if I was in in Texas right now, my house would be my house would look like this. You know, my dad would be doing this on the regular. Um, these are the types of cars we have just fucking hanging out. Like it's just, I just try to make everything as real as possible and just try to like, almost like a time capsule, you know, try to just like take me somewhere without actually being able to be there, you know, and like fly to Texas and, you know, live in, you know, show the house that I, you know, was in. But, um, I don't know. I feel like every video, there's a lot of shit that I love and hate about it, but, um, I feel like that was the most where I got to bring out, you know, my heritage and my family. I think it's important. You know, some people want to hide their family, but um, I think it's cool because I don't want fucking no random ass people in my video personally. So, and, and everyone in that video, I mean, you're, you know, your dad's in the video in the background, you know, watering the lawn, you know, you got your, your best friend in the car with you with the mask on, you know, it's like, you really like, tapped into the people that you love around you and you know what's um, even, crazy even the corn even the corn guy was the guy like your local and guy and that's when you have to support you have to support your people man, around here if you see them folks buy something if you you know like whatever it is like and yeah i mean shit it was a fucking awesome video and it was super fun well the video is fire like because you, your music is super badass. Like, you can just tell, you know, immediately that you're dealing with a badass babe. And so I feel like this video very well translates that. Um, let's you. talk about SoundCloud. You know, this accelerator program, which is just so dope. And I, I wish you all the blessings for how, like, all of this goes 
you know, throughout the year. And I just hope more and more people find out about you through SoundCloud's accelerator program. How has SoundCloud helped you to maintain your independence and also execute your vision your way? It's cool because you could literally, like, I could go on there right now and post whatever the fuck I wanted. I could post an acoustic. I could just say, hey, guys, this is my SoundCloud. Thanks for being here. Like, I think there's so many cool things about it. And I have a lot of respect for it, too, because it's kind of like where the underdogs, you would call them, whatever, start, you know, or like people, you know, blew up off there and they've been holding it down. And I feel like, you know, people come and go, but they always come back like you find the most you know crazy shit on soundcloud like music that you don't really get to find on you know like the bigger mainstream um but they've also just you know with the first on soundcloud they just really like you know pushed me out there which i thought was really cool they did a whole photo shoot you know for you know just pictures and press that i had coming up and they're really um they're really involved and they you know, I feel like they believe in everything that they do. So I was just happy to be a part of something so genuine and huge. I mean, SoundCloud is fucking, you know, I was so excited when that happened. Like, it's like, what, SoundCloud? They want to fucking pick me? Like, that's crazy. <laughs> and and I don't even know if you remember this, Lourdes, but SoundCloud, to, to give them credit, they were the first platform that ever, you know, believed in you. And, you know, we did the meeting with Jess and, um, and Marissa at SoundCloud. They were your first ever meetings at any of the digital yeah, platforms. I put and my from, first from song on there. I put yeah. my first song on there. Like, I just wanted to fucking roll with them. Like, they were so cool. And I feel like whoever comes to you first and whoever believes in you the hardest and the strongest in the beginning, like, just that's where you should be. No, like you, just I want to add on, like you said, Lord, it's like, SoundCloud, just for creators, you can literally go on there and post in five seconds. Like, yep. I know that's one thing, like, all my creator homies, we don't like to wait. Like, we got ideas. I know Rhea get texts all the time, like, yo, can we get this on to this person, this person? Like, we annoying as hell with that shit. We don't like to wait. So that's why, like, <laughs> SoundCloud is always going to be the advantage, like, just for that one thing. You know what I'm saying? It's like creator user friendly you do what you want when you want i hope they use that kane i hope they take that little sound bite of yours for creators <laughs> no cap. You want what you want that no was cap. um i would like to tell you lord is what my dream collaboration is and i'm glad the whole team is here just in case if this manifests, you know, we just have a recording of it. Um, I would love to see you do a song with Halsey and MIA, like the three of you on one song. Um, MIA is crazy. Yes, she is. Uh, do you have a dream collaboration? Uh, fuck. That's so hard, yo. And what do you think of my dream collaboration for you? Are you with it? I'm with <laughs> MIA all the fucking way. Like, I love okay. her. Live fast, die young. Like, all I want to do. Yeah, that's what I grew up. Like, I grew up on her. Like, I would watch her music videos and just fucking gaze at them and be like, damn, like, this is crazy. Like, I want to do this one day. And her, she puts her culture in everything. And I think it's crazy that we're actually even talking about her because 
I think I was in the studio with Dr. Luke and we were just looking at music videos and shit. And he played one of her music videos and that's what inspired me to, you know, do a video like fucking somersaults and just throw a little like, you know, a little bit of my culture in there. Um, so I love that. And dream collaborators, I fucking, I mean, Lil Wayne, like I love Future. Um, I feel like our voices would go really cool together. But, you know, whether that's as an artist or getting a song with them, like I'm so whatever, you know, I'm so cool about everything. So just the opportunity, I feel like would be crazy. And hopefully they don't want to take my voice off of it. <laughs> I don't think so. Not not after uh, what's been happening in the past couple months with your singles. And um, so in a couple minutes, we're going to open it up to the audience. If you have your questions, just think about it. And I'll let you know when it's time. But I want to ask one last question. And this is for everyone up on stage. Um, and this is, I think, very important for people to hear especially those in any creative field, but specifically with music, whether you're the artist or you're the label head or you're the producer, songwriter, et cetera. Um, I'd love to hear about a time where you almost gave up, but you didn't. Um, and why don't we start with Ryan and then we'll go to Marley. <laughs> I feel like that still, you know what I'm saying? I still feel, <laughs> it's hard, you know, the, biz the business is hard, honestly. But, uh, you know, I guess, you know, you're searching for things behind the scenes as a songwriter, producer, trying to get cuts with with um, with other artists. And, you know, it doesn't move as fast as you want. And, you're, you know, you get so close and things. Oh, this person wants your song and this could be life changing for me. And uh, we got it. Oh, they don't want it. They got another song or it gets closer than that. And that's just that has become routine at this point and what you know what i've learned is you just got to have you know thick skin and, and just try to make your best art try to make your best stuff and 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 let it let it find its home and you know i try to hustle a lot of things myself um you know and, and try to be super proactive but i guess at, at this point you know you know being true to yourself uh, you know as cliche as it sounds is always kind of the way and finding your people you know, and it's hard. I don't really feel like that these days as much, you know, because I got friends, you know, and good collaborators around me. Um, and we and we do the stuff we want. We just try to put our best foot forward every day and make and make great, great art, you know, but it's and it, it's still tough in this business, you know, at the top of the game on the come up. It's, you know, the, the struggle is real for, for artists. And, you know, I'm behind the scenes as a producer and a songwriter. And, you know, there's struggles there. And to be an artist coming up right now, you know, to be it's, it's super competitive. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, you know, so I, I don't envy the artist role at this point. It's that that comes with its, it's a whole other battle. And, you know, I'm, I'm glad I can be on, you know, Lourdes's team and, and just help wherever I can with the, you know, with the, the songwriting and the production and stuff. So, you know, it, it never really goes away, though. You know, I think you just have to have good people around you, you pushing you and, and, and always helping you get through that. That is good advice for sure. Marley, what about you? Yeah, I mean, I totally agree with everything Ryan said. I mean, being on the other side of the curtain and, and being behind the scenes, I think, you know, it, it's really easy to to be the role of like a cheerleader and a motivator. And I think this little crew right here is just 
such a great example of, of people getting together and supporting each other when it's hard and when it's easy and when it's all of the above. Because I think, you know, Ryan said it really well. A lot of people wake up and want to be a rock star and they don't realize that like being a rock star is a job. Like you got to show up and, and go to sessions and be on social media and interact with your fans and, and do all these things that are like necessary to become an artist and to break and to cut through the noise. And I think, you know, I think everyone in this chat has stories of when they like wanted to give up and, and what would have been easier to do. But, you know, I just think it's really a testament to Lourdes that we're all here and we all see the vision and we want to work as hard as she does. And I think, you know, it's just, it's all about showing up every day and doing the work. And I think everybody in here really does that. And I'm really proud to be part of this team. Wow. Being a rock star is a job. I'm, I'm going to use it, but I'll credit, I'll credit you every time I say that to someone. I promise. You can have it. It's all <laughs> yours, girl. Thank you. Kane, um, tell us a time when you almost gave up, but then didn't. Um, man, like Ryan said, that shit is every day in this business, but um, I moved to LA in 2019 from Detroit and when I was in Detroit, I was actually doing artist stuff, you know what I'm saying? And I moved to L.A. like, let me just change my scenery, try to do some shit out here, meet some new people. And, and the songwriting stuff just fell into my lap. <clears throat> and, and nothing had really happened yet, you know what I'm saying? And, and then the pandemic hit. And at this point, I'm like, okay, I've been out here in L.A. for like about two years now. Now it's like, okay... I don't know what's going on with the world. I might just move back to Detroit, bro. Like, this, this shit, nobody was making music. Like, literally all the studios was closed down. The The future, was, the immediate future was just so uncertain, especially as far as music go. But, like, I don't know what the exact quote is. Like, it's always a blessing on the other side of tragedy or something like that. But literally, like, I got signed like a month after the pandemic hit and it was just, it was just a blessing. Like, cause I literally didn't know what I was about to do. Like with my immediate future, like I, I literally was just winging it day by day. You know what I'm saying? Like in the studio, and um, you just really got to believe in yourself. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and when you're back up against the wall, don't fold, you know? Like, hmm let it crush you. Don't fall. Oh, look at all these. Look at all these one-liners, y'all. This is my team. You feel like this is where I get it from at the same time. Like everyone's a poet. I love it. <laughs> Lord, is what about you? Man, I feel like I try to look at it different every fucking day. Like the people around me, I feel like make me want to be better fucking Ryan like his him having a family like I want to do better so his family can be better fucking Kane like I want to be like Kane I want to have all these fucking hits like Rhea she's fucking boss as hell Marley she believes in me like my parents are here we wake up go to sleep wake up go to sleep for fucking music so it's like I mean whether it's music life whatever it's like you're here for a reason and it's corny but this is something that I've always heard all my life. Like, my grandmother used to tell me, like, 
God is not going to put something in your life that he doesn't think you can handle or he doesn't think that shouldn't be. So, you know, I just I, I just try to work on being happier and positive every day. And like Luke says, I'm just trying to be great, better every day. <laughs> so it's, it definitely helps being around positive people and people who fucking want to win. It, it has everything to do about your friends because they are who you, you are who you hang with. And I'm glad to be hanging with these guys. For sure. Rhea, let's uh, let's close it out with you and then we're going to get to questions from the audience. Um, let us know. It's so hard to follow after all of the, these amazing songwriters because there really are so many one-liners. And I'm like, oh, that's why they're, they're the creatives and they're the songwriters. We know you got them there too. We know. Girl, come on. Oh, man. No, but um, no, I mean, to echo what, what they've said, I think, you know, there's been so many times even in my life that I've wanted to quit. And so many times, you know, like I'm, I'm hundred percent Indian and, you know, I love my family very much, but in Indian culture, music is not an option and the music industry is not even a, a job or a, a consideration. And so, you know, kind of being the like already from the jump, a black sheep in my family and wanting to pursue it, felt like an uphill battle and, you know, um, living, you know, I started off in New York living off of, uh, you know, student debt and literally eating ramen every day, making like $20,000 a year as an assistant. Um, and it's tough, you know, there were so many times I'm like, what am I doing? You know, but I think, um, the passion was always there. It's, it's what drives me. It's what makes me so excited to get up in the morning and similar to how these guys found each other, I always believe in the saying, build it and they will come. And I feel very fortunate that early on in my, my career, too, I met people, you know, assistants and, um, you know, fellow interns and stuff like that, that are still my best friends to this day. You know, like a lot of times people are like, well, a lot of your friends work in the music industry, but I don't even think of it that way. You know, like they're, they're just my friends. Like we've been we've been through a lot together, you know. Um, and they, they've supported me. I've supported them. We've, we've cheered each other on. And, and I really believe like you find your people and you surround yourself with, with that energy and, and you lift each other up, you know, um, I think that that's what it's all about. So I, I definitely credit that to the, the friends and the team and everyone that I have around us. And, and honestly, the roster, the roster that we work with, it's, it's inspiring every day to work with creatives who are so at the top of their game and so skilled at their craft. And, and like, I think the common thread is here. We all just want to be our best. We want to do better every day. And I, I really feel like we push each other to do that. Wow. So whenever y'all want to start, you know, Camp Lourdes and RX and friends, um, let me know. And I'm going to come through to the bonfire. <laughs> so uh, We'll make s'mores. We'll sing you a campfire song, girl. I'm from Texas. There it is. There it is. That would actually be dreamy. Um, maybe it's a writer's camp, whatever. I'll pop in with my little SoundCloud tea. Um, okay, so I want to open it up to questions from the audience. If you would like to ask a question, hit the raising hand button. I'm going to bring you up one by one. And once your question is answered, I'm going to pop you back down just to make sure everyone has their chance. I'm going to bring up uh, Naoto first to the stage. And let's see here, bringing you up now to the stage. Do you want to come on a stage? I'm bringing you. Okay, so we'll get to know. So in a second, I'm going to bring up Shafil. And let me know if I'm saying everyone's name 
correctly, you can always um, tell me the right way to say it. Okay, Shayel can't do it. Now, here we go. Hi. Hello. And tell us how to say your name properly. Welcome to the Clubhouse app. We see that you have the party icon. You can unmute and holler at us. Okay, while you get that situated, I'm going to bring up some other people to the stage. And let us know if you can get your unmute going. Raja Shikar, how are you? Hi, I'm good. You? Good. What is your question for Lourdes? So, uh, how do you find, you know, uh, like, you know, making moves in music, right? So, uh, do you believe in nature or, or you know, how, how, how you, how you, how you follow the principles while composing your music? Apart from the theory, I'm, I'm asking. Uh, so your question is how I like get my inspiration from? I think so, right? I think so, yeah. Um, I heard you say nature, and I definitely feel like life itself uh, inspires me every day, um, whether it's something that I see or a fucking flower or um, a car makes a certain sound or like a, you know, I see an, a fucking bird fly by, like, you know, everything is inspiration. So I try to find it in the world and what people say all the time. So, yes, it is a big part of big part of how I, you know, make music. <laughs> that was so bad, but. I hope I, answer, I answered the question. I think that was beautiful. Raja Shakar, thank you so, so much. I have thank brought um, NKT. Oh, NKT left the stage. All right, y'all, if anyone has a question, please hit the raised hand button. I um, want to make sure that we get to everybody. Okay, and now you are back. Welcome to the Clubhouse platform. If you have a question for Lourdes, please unmute. Unmute, 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 <laughs> unmute. Come on, sir. Okay. Yeah, you try. You are nervous, Lord. Uh, maybe it's hard <laughs> to figure out. Uh, Barat, welcome to the stage. If you have a question for Lourdes, please let us know. Hello. Goodbye. Everyone's getting shy. We need some good conversation, y'all. Yeah, you making them nervous, Lordy. Not even. Okay, we're bringing up Fernando. I'm counting on Fernando. Hi, Fernando. Hey, how's it going? Good. Um, question for Lordis. Nice. I'm a fellow uh, SoundCloudian, and uh, I just wanted to know when you started to see more impressions on your music, was it because of uh, ad campaigns that you did? Or do you think that you grew it all organically? I think it might it might be a little bit of both. Like, you know, it takes people, it's like takes who you know, like from people from SoundCloud, people from fucking getting verified. Like you really gotta meet people and just kind of figure it out. Um, I definitely have done ads, um, and I feel like on some songs I'll let it, you know, let it do its what it's, you know, hopefully bound to do on its own. Um, so I'll, I'll try not to do it all the time to see, 
you know, what kind of reactions. It's kind of like experimenting. Um, but I, I, I I'd say both. I think what's cool, too, is with every release, with every new song, not only do you see more, you know, streams and stuff on the new songs, but then you also see people going back and streams getting higher on, you know, like your older songs from from like a year ago that you started releasing. Um, so it's pretty mm-hmm. cool. I feel like it's a good platform for people to like discover music. And if they find an artist they love, they go back and listen to the catalog. Mm-hmm. That's a great answer. Fernando, thank you so, so much. Everyone in the audience, mm-hmm. please, follow, please follow everyone on this stage. Uh, Ryan, Marley, Supercane, Lourdes, and Rhea. Lourdes, can you close us out with saying like what is coming up next that we can look out for with you? I have some acoustic videos. I have some music videos. I have a music video for Circles. Um, I just shot a music video for Shoot Me Down. Um, so a lot of cool stuff. Um, new music. Um, always, always, always releasing singles every month. Um, so hopefully just content and, you know, videos. We love to see it. We can't wait. I love Circles. I love Zaza. I love the animation of Zaza. I'm just, I'm a true fan. And I hope that people listening today now are as well, if they weren't already. Thank you, Ryan, Marley, Kane, Rhea, and Lourdes for having just an amazing talk on Clubhouse with SoundCloud. And everyone, please, please follow them. We will be back every Wednesday for the next couple weeks to highlight and talk to all of the other first on SoundCloud artists. So make sure you follow the SoundCloud Club, which is a little greenhouse at the very top. Uh, very, very top. Just follow that so you get all the notifications. Um, and so much love to you all. I, I cannot wait to see what you all do next. I will be there front and center, ready to support. Thank you, Jasmine. Thank you're the you best. Thank you. Thank, thank you very guys. much. And thank you, Lourdes, too. Thank you, Jasmine. No, thank, thank you, Thank you, guys. everybody. Thank you, Lourdes. Group hug. Group hug. I love y'all. <laughs> you guys are really the best. Can't wait to meet in real life. Thank you to everyone who is tuning in. We will see you next Wednesday. So much love to the SoundCloud squad. And tell a friend to tell a friend to join Clubhouse so they can join us for all further convos. I'm going to end the room, but much love and peace out, everyone. <laughs>